I'm Naima Kalajand, and I'm the clinical editor. I spoke to Asha Files, who is a pharmacist and freelance writer, and also former clinical editor for The Chemist and Druggist. We spoke about tips that pharmacy teams can use to manage stress during the COVID-19 breakout and the lockdown restrictions that are currently in place across the UK. So Asha, thanks for joining me today. I guess, you know, you know, where do we start with, with everything that's going on at the minute with coronavirus and community pharmacy? really is kind of what your routine is Um, and so it's quite important to plan your day to give you a little bit of focus. Think about writing it down if it helps. Um, This might be different to normal especially if you're stuck at home Um, but that kind of allows time for things that you've wanted to do for years but not managed. Um, So if you've ever thought about wanting to learn to crochet by watching YouTube videos for example or you haven't got around to that jigsaw you were given two Christmases ago they're the kind of thing that you could kind of plug into your daily routine really. Um, Household routines are really helpful. if there is more than just you in your household, make sure that everybody has a say rather than it being a dictatorship. Um, if there are you know, a few of you in your household, you might want to arrange particular times to meet. So, for example, setting up an 8.30 kind of breakfast gathering um, where you kind of all touch base, talk about what you're doing during the day. Um, but it's also really important to kind of respect privacy and boundaries, particularly when there are teenage children involved. Um, and having a routine is actually something that can be really helpful in terms of sleep as well. And sleep's really important at the moment because we need to rest to make sure that we are mentally and physically prepared for what the next day throws at us. What about those that are working outside of the house and then coming home back to their to their flatmates or family? How would you manage that side of things? Um, I think it's really tempting to just kind of crash or flop when you get home. Um, but keeping your home environment clean and tidy is really important in terms of mental health. Um, if you live with other people, they're probably going to have different standards around what, how they want to live, what is acceptable, what isn't acceptable. Um, but maybe think about sitting down, agreeing what is kind of communal space and um, how that needs to be maintained versus how people can keep their personal space. Um, Hygiene is really important, though, even if um, someone has standards that are lower, perhaps. Um, So making sure that you're washing yourself, doing laundry, doing the housework, they're really important because they lower the chance of transmitting diseases. Um, If you've got that sense of feeling trapped within your home environment, particularly if you are in quarantine, um, it's good to try and move around your house during the day because just it freshens up your environment and um, there's something different to look at so it kind of really reduces that sense of feeling trapped. Um, A lot of people are really worried about managing their household bills at the moment. Um, Some people are working, some people are not. There's a lot of self-employed people within pharmacy um, and it's a real concern. Um, So do think about your bills. Um, There is support on offer. Um, We'll link to um, uh, an article on money supermarket that goes through how you can kind of manage your household finances because there is support available. Um, mortgage companies are giving breaks. Um, utility companies are open to approaches, credit card companies. Um, and so that's all kind of really practical things that you can do uh, that will make you feel a bit less powerless, I suppose, when it comes to the finances. The other thing is that obviously hand washing is really important at the moment. Um, if you're at home, you're stuck at home, there's a a kind of tendency for some people it can become rather compulsive Um, and so it's important to recognise that and manage that and if that 
that is you or if that is someone that you know. Things that can help are setting a timer um, for hand washing so you don't kind of overdo it. Um, or even planning an activity to do after you wash your hands because then that changes your focus and acts as a distraction and um, kind of reduces that compulsive behaviour. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. And also, um, I guess we could advise people to use emollients as well after um, yeah. they've washed their hands. Yeah, that's a really, really good idea, yeah. Yeah. And then what about um, advice on diet at the minute? So obviously everyone's stuck indoors with potentially limited resources. So, you know, what would you think about that? Right, so diet is really, really important and your appetite often changes if your routine changes. So when we go on holiday, we, we often change how we eat and what we eat. And if you're less active than you usually are as well, your kind of calorific needs are going to drop. And um, something that you can do is spacing out smaller meals. Um, uh, I know that lots of pharmacists, lots of people who work in pharmacies, there's a tendency to skip breakfast, grab a really quick lunch and then eat a really big dinner. Um, so kind of just being a bit mindful about that, spacing out smaller meals. But it is important to really eat regularly. You need to keep blood sugar levels stable um, because that keeps mood and energy levels stable as well. So looking for slowly release foods such as whole grain bread, rice, oats, nuts, seeds um, and kind of really cutting back on things like sweets and biscuits and sugary drinks and alcohol as tempting as it can be to reach for those things um, lots of fruit and veg of course is important fresh can be hard to get hold of at the moment um, particularly if you are stuck at home but remember that frozen tin dried and juiced uh, fruit and veg they do all count too um, protein is key it keeps you fuller for longer um, which if you're not moving around as much is important will stop the snacking um, but it also, it gives your brain the amino acids it really needs. And think about getting the right fats in your diet. So oily fish, olive and sunflower oils, nuts, poultry, seeds, avocados, dairy, eggs, they're all really good sources of protein. Um, it's also important to keep a close eye on your hydration levels. Concentration and kind of clear thinking, they really can be affected if you're not drinking water regularly. Um, tea, coffee, smoothies, they do all count, um, but they can be high in caffeine, they can be high on calories, so it's worth keeping an eye on that. Um, if your routine has changed as well, um, it can really affect how much you're drinking. So you might want to think about setting a timer, um, using an alarm or using an app as a, as a reminder for you to make sure that you are drinking enough as you go through the day. Um, and there are a couple of links, again, that we'll provide for this. So the mental health charity Mind has got um, an information seat, a sheet on the impact of food on mood. Um, and the British Dietetic Association also has information on health eating during the COVID-19 pandemic. So we'll provide links to those. Yeah, definitely. They'll all be really helpful. And it's, you know, there is lots of different apps now available now that we're in the digital age that we can we can use to help us um, throughout this time. Um, and Pharmacists are obviously experts on medicines, but you know, have you any um, advice or tips that they could they could have for managing health conditions? Um, well, as you say, pharmacists, pharmacy staff, they know a lot about medicines, much more than most people. So um, that's not something I'm going to talk about very much. Um, making sure that you have enough supplies, obviously, is important. Um, but it's it's really valuable to think about the other stuff maybe that you have going on. So if you are engaging in talking therapies or counselling. Um, contact the person or the service that you would usually be accessing because there's a really good chance that you're going to be able to still access it but maybe by phone or by video counselling um, because it's important for some people to have that face-to-face -face contact. Um, I'd also like to kind of pull out 
pregnant women actually because there's a lot of kind of concerns around that and it's a kind of worrying anxiety inducing time anyway when you're pregnant you're hyper vigilant about lots of things um the royal college of obstetricians and gynecologists has actually issued some really good advice and guidance on this and will provide a link to that um what are your thoughts on the media so obviously we're being bombarded with news at the minute so how can we um deal with that managing media is really important so um the first thing to do is we all need to stay up to date and make sure that um, you're using really good, reliable sources of information. So the NHS, Public Health England, World Health Organization, but um, even social media organizations, they're also providing hubs for information on COVID-19. So Facebook, for example, something's popped up on there. Um, you might want to limit what you look at um, in terms of social media and other media outlets, um, whether that's the number of sites that you look at or in terms of time. Um, but for other people, staying connected is, is really important. So actually, you might just want to manage what you're looking at on social media. Um, maybe think about muting particular groups or particular threads. Um, just if you're finding that you're finding them quite distressing, you might want to do that. But don't shut yourself away completely. Um, that also can be quite damaging. Yeah, and then this leads on quite nicely to talk about kind of the mental strain that a lot of people are feeling at the minute. So everyone's feeling very anxious and worried. You know, how can they manage this? So there's lots and lots of stuff. So one thing that I just want to highlight really is about physical activity. Um, it's really important to build that in. Um, obviously, there's the constraint about going outside your home, but there's loads of stuff that you can do at home. And we'll provide some links to the NHS Stretch and Flex exercise plan and also um, some sitting exercises that they that they have hosted on their set on their website. Um, Joe Wicks is great. He's doing exercise routines for children. He's also doing um, exercise routines that are a bit gentler for older people. Um, and you can access those through YouTube and we'll provide a link to that. Um, and there's other apps like Fitness Blender. Actually, that's a website rather than an app. Um, that you can access free workout videos or you can buy into set routines and things like that that will just kind of keep you motivated, keep you going. But there's loads of stuff you can do if you don't want to do anything so formal. Uh, going up and down the stairs, cleaning, dancing, yoga, they can all help. Um, and if you're hunched over a computer all day, things like yoga and Pilates can be really helpful. Um, getting some fresh air, really good for mental health. Go into the garden, go onto your balcony, you can open a window or even just sit on your back step. Um, you could buy seeds or plants um, online. That'll give you a project and kind of bring the outside in. Um, and think about maybe doing things like having outdoor photos as your screensavers on phones or TVs or your computer. Really try and reduce the sense of isolation by staying in touch with people. So WhatsApp allows video calls for up to four people, so you can kind of have a family group going on there. Apps like House Party allow over a dozen people to do a video call at the same time. So that can be really good for kind of bigger friendship groups. You can have that virtual pub experience um, or kind of a night in with your friends. And think about others too. Random acts of kindness are, are a good thing to do. It makes other people feel good. It makes you feel good. And we'll link to some mental health foundation information on that. In terms of the video calling, if you're worried about running out of things to talk about, it doesn't have to be a massive thing. You would go for a meal with someone, so there's no reason why you can't have your dinner at the same person at the same time as another person, but with them on a video call um, or even watching a TV program together. Um, there's lots of peer support communities around um, and that are cropping up. Neighbours who can help each other, professional colleagues, um, or a friendship group as well. Um, and 
if you have children, do be mindful about doing the same for them. Um, and the Men- Mental Health UK has done a blog post on this. It's really important that they still feel connected to their friends too. It's really tempting to kind of keep them really close and hold them really close to you. But that they need that too. Um, you could put up photos, you can make a collage, it's a nice way to remind yourself of the people in your life, you could find podcasts or radio stations that you like, hobbies are really important, colouring, arts and crafts, DIY, um, meditation will link to the Calm app, um, and we'll also link to Future Learn because you can do some online courses on there for free, it could be something that's related to your work, it could be something completely unrelated that you've got a bit of an interest in, um, just kind of send your brain into another direction for a while. Puzzles, reading, even discovering new music. Um, We've got a bit of time at the moment, so this is a time that you can use to do those things. If you're feeling really anxious, the British Association of Counselling and Psychotherapy have got some really great advice, so we'll link to that. I would say it's really tempting at the moment to reach for substances like um, maybe alcohol really that's a bit like putting a plaster on a broken leg it stops a little bit of the bleeding but fundamentally that leg is broken and you need to get it seen too so if you are feeling really stressed and anxious do try and talk to someone people in real life or virtual environments like video calling they can be really helpful and mental health organizations they often have live kind of chat facility so you can talk to someone if you don't feel that there is someone in real life who you know personally who you would be able to talk to but do try and resist the urge to to reach for a bottle or something like that the only other kind of thing i would say is that some people who are stuck at home they can feel like they've almost got too much time on their hands um and i think something that can be really valuable is just making that time have purpose so all of those little jobs that you put off or you think that I could do but I just don't have time for, this is the time to do those. Whether it's looking at whether you're with the right utility supplier or kind of reviewing your bills overall, tidying out that cupboard or the drawer of doom that we all have, having a digital clear out as well, deleting old files and apps on your phone or your devices, clearing out your inbox, um, also writing letters and catching up with friends on emails. But the final thing I would like to say is that it's important to kind of reframe some of those really negative thoughts that we ha- we're having at the moment. And it's easy to have those thoughts and get stuck in a negative loop. So, for example, you might be thinking that I'm stuck at home. But actually, if you reframe that to say, well, I'm safe, I'm spending time with my family, in my home environment, that's a much more positive way of thinking about it. Also, it's worrying to think that you might get ill. But Equally, you can kind of feel empowered because you know what to do. You know about hand washing and isolating yourself or your family to reduce the chances of becoming ill. So again, that's a much more positive way of thinking about it. You might be worried that you're going to run out of stuff, but actually, really, I think most people, they've really got everything that they need because they're prepared for this. We've been able to see that this is coming or this is likely. Um, And so now's the time to think, well, I've got enough stuff. I'm going to use what I have carefully. I'm going to be wise about how I make those choices. And don't feel panicked about everything shutting down because really the most important places are still open. And there's a lot of uncertainty and we can't control the situation, but we can control how we behave and how we think and how we feel. And we can try and get through it in a healthy manner and just know that we are going to come out the other side of this and we will come out of it hopefully wiser, closer to our family and friends and local communities for having gone through it all. Um, So really treat it as an opportunity to consolidate your relationship 
relationships and your friendships, live it simpler and cheaper life for a while. And we'll all really appreciate life much more once we do emerge out of the other side. Thanks, Asha. That was really helpful. Lots of great advice. And like you said, yeah, we can link to all of the resources that you mentioned. That was Asha Quarles discussing tips that pharmacy teams can use to manage their stress during this difficult time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe to CND Podcasts on iTunes or your preferred Android app. Thank you for listening.